Hello and welcome to the Talking Yanks pregame show. I'm BBD. That is a new face to the pregame show, Jolly Olive. You may know him from, one, his YouTube channel. Two, Shea Station, part of the John Boy Media Network. All and good things. Here. Yankees and Mets are going, so we're like, that's an easy crossover app. Kind of makes a sense crossover to me. episode. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm excited. Two games set, which is kind of a lame, but whatever. I got yelled at by schedule nerds last night because I didn't <laughs> know why it was two two game sets. But I'm excited. Staten on the IL is big news. Yes. Um, lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. I guess since you're here, there might be a lot of new faces in in the in the crowd of the pregame show. Maybe that'd be so, kind of cool. So I'll go ahead and lay out what will happen. Mm. First, we will go over the lineup. Then we will give out what we're watching for. Mm. Uh, then we will go over the pitching path to victory. Which uh, a lot of these segments could be kind of doubled up this app. I don't know. There's two teams that we know about. Then we will do the Homer draft. Then we will go over the over under. Mm. Then we will give our premonitions. And then we will stand up. I like it. Very structured, very organized. Let's it's get a, into it, dog. It's a very structured show. We will start by giving out the lineups. The Yankees mm. are the away team, and this is technically a Yankees program, so I'll start there. Go ahead. The Yankees are leading off with DJ LeMay, who he will play second base. Aaron Judge is batting second, playing center field. Anthony Rizzo batting third, playing first base. Nothing out of the ordinary with those top three. Uh, and Glaber is batting fourth, DHing. We mentioned it briefly. Giancarlo Stanton placed on the IL today. So he's out for at least the next week. Matt mm. Carpenter will play right field in his place batting fifth. Josh Donaldson at third base batting sixth. Aaron Hicks in left field batting seventh. IKF in the eight hole. He will play shortstop. And Jose Trevino is the Yankees' catcher batting ninth. I might, uh, I'm, a, I'm before I go into my lineup. <clears throat> IKF has 14 stolen bases. Yeah, he uh, he'll he'll take them. It's pretty good. That's he'll pretty good. Them. I don't know. Is what that is. team leading? That seems like it's team it's leading. It's got to be a team high. I can do a I quick so. double check. Judge, I know is nine for nine. That's been the kind of a fun half thing to follow. Mm. Um, stolen bases. Yeah, he's got 14. Hicks has nine, and Judge has nine. Good for Judge. Judge nine. is 9 for 9. IKF 14 of 18. Mm. Rizzo, right. Rizzo 6 of 8. Hicks has been thrown out three times. And that's the I say that because I looked at my lineup, which has Brandon Nimmo leading off in center field, Stalling Marte batting second in right field, who only has 12 stolen bases this year. So IKF has more stolen bases than Stalling Marte. Didn't have that on my bingo card. Mm-hmm. Batten third, Francisco Lindor at short. Pete Alonso is fourth at first base. No shock there. Mark Canna, who kind of bounces around. He's batting fifth in the left field. I like that. Eduardo Escobar, sixth 
at third base. Jeff McNeil back down in the order at seventh at second base. J.D. Davis DHing in the eight hole, which BBD remarked as, you know, every fan's dream in eight hole DH, which I loved. And then Tomas Nino. Yeah, exactly. And then Tomas (laughs) Nino batting ninth at the catcher spot. Interesting lineups for sure. Do... Do you have any takeaways about the Yankees lineup that surprised you? I have like things I would like to discuss for sure. Uh, DJ is back back. We know that. So he's mm-hmm. like an ideal leadoff guy. Top of the lineup makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, four hole Glaber at DH is kind of crazy. It's a little nuts. So yeah, he's been kind of the roving guy. If any of the top four dudes have been having a day off, he's kind of yeah. slid into their place. They've done it. There's yeah. been a few like judge first, Glaber second days, which are fascinating. Hmm. Um, yeah, he seems like because like Mark Canna is kind of our Roman guy. You'll see him at like five or like eight. Um, so he kind of bounces around. Jose yeah. Trevino in the nine hole. Has that been regular? Because that kind of surprised me as well. Fairly. IKF doesn't bat ninth as often as I probably would, especially with his speed. I would put him nine pretty often, like regardless sure. of how I feel about him as, as a hitter. He's in right. the tier of guys that should be seven, eight, or nine, and I like a speed guy nine optimally. Mm. Um, he, yeah, for, for a while the Yankees, like beginning of the year, Donaldson was sort of floating around, and he's a guy who I think hates that. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's been made known to the Yankees, but Glaber has just by being a better performer this year has been uh, bouncing around a little bit. Mets and I know it's like no obvious thing, obviously not because you guys talk about it a lot, but I've noticed a lot more static lineup orientation by the Yankees this year, which seems like a good certainly, time. yeah, top four or five has been f- much more consistent than than the rest of the the Aaron Boone era. Like that. Um, one thing I noticed about the Mets lineup was no Luis Guillorme. Topic of conversation yeah. in in an another talking yanks youtube video that came out in the last 24 hours yes sir yeah luis has been starting a lot so i'm kind of shocked that he's not in here i get it because it's a lefty it's monty um but mcneil's been slumping eduardo's had a down year and luis and lindor up the middle has been like a dream middle infield defense so i'm a little bummed uh that he's not here it's most likely because they want to get jd into the lineup which i have thoughts on obviously Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess this lineup lefty, is fine. Get JD in, right? Yeah, I mean, JD hasn't really hit uh, consistently this year. I, I think his days are kind of numbered at this point as a Met. Mm-hmm. I think you know Vogel Vogelback came in, so Dom's kind of on his way out, and I think somebody else will probably come in to take JD's spot. Um, but hopefully, he goes out with a bang. That'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, no, Vogie tonight. No, Vogie lefty. We'll see him tomorrow. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, before we get into what we're watching for, mm. uh, I've been asked to ask you, yeah, do you think Joe's McFly has pooped at Yankee Stadium? Do I think Joe's McFly has pooped at Yankee Stadium? Yes, a thousand percent. He's been there so many times. There's he's, no way he hasn't had to poop once. He's, he's been there too many times over the last twenty-ish years of his life. He's he spent had too many games in like nice suites too. Yeah. He like insists, safe places to poop. He insists that he is like a twice a day minimum guy too. 
So, who's contesting that he hasn't pooped? Is this Joe's? Joe's says he would bet a hand that if we had like a Truman Show style camera around him, like we would not find a, a video of him pooping. That's a lie. Ma- Joe's, maybe he's done. like a like a shy pooper, but never once he's there like eighty times a year. Yeah, he's he is th- there. Like, he, he mentioned that he does go before, like, he leaves. Like, he goes, like, when he's home okay. before he heads out. So he's, it, like, smart about it. Like, that's fine. Like, you can game plan as best as you want. You don't go the frequency he's gone to Yankee Stadium without at some point. I don't buy that for a second. I think Joe's is, uh, he's pumping it up a little bit. Even if it's just, like, once or twice, he's definitely put there. Yeah. Come on. Like, I get, Let's like, grow. I would Let's say, grow. like, once a year minimum would be, like, would be like the minimum he has to hit. Listen, no one likes pooping at the ballpark because it's always like hot. And Avoid like, for some reason, can. I feel like the sink water is always hot too. For some yeah. reason, um, no one likes it, but it happens to everybody. I don't think you end up in situations, bad. you know, I know. And like, you're eating hot dogs, you're funneling beer. Like that's a, that's a recipe. All right. <sighs> Yeah, it's a recipe. I got to retweet the link to this. Um, is there anything you're watching for tonight? Yeah, um, the matchup is pretty interesting because we faced Monty twice last year, and both times we were able to beat him. Uh, I feel like we saw him pretty well last year. Lindor hit a dong off him last year. Um, Eduardo has faced him in the past and also hit a dong. Uh, and I think that in general, if the Mets were going to get any two guys in the rotation. Uh, the combination would have likely favored them with Monty involved. Obviously, Herman is kind of a gift. I'm hoping we put up a big number against him. Um, but the fact that you dodge Cole, you dodge Nasty Nestor, who I think would have carved us up because he's a slow-throwing lefty. I think he would have destroyed us. Um, and then you dodge Tyone. I think Monty is a really good matchup for us. Um, Pete's 0 for 5 and Mark Kenna's also 0 for 5 against him. So I'm mostly looking at sort of like the meat of the lineup here, which is obvious. Mm. I, on the Yankees end of things. Yes. I have my eyes on the left side of the infield. Mm. Donaldson has not been hot, particularly against righties. Um, I mean, Stanton being out make, makes things a little easier, I guess, but I, I didn't sure. expect him necessarily in the lineup today, especially at his age, like getting him extra rest and guys that got to play. Right. Uh, but I, I guess Don, uh, Stanton coming out op- just opens up spots for everybody. But he, he hasn't been hitting righties, like, at all. And, yeah. And Ty's throwing a good ball right now. Ty's last seven starts have been very, very good. Um, figured out how to really implement that splitty. So now he's sort of becoming like a strikeout guy too, which has been really nice. Um, I was also shocked because I feel like every day I see that like Hicks is getting bruised up or hit by something and he's still in the lineup. He gets banged up. So like kudos to him. I think he's avoided the IL completely this year, which, Hey, that's good. Yeah. Probably could have used it when he was 0 for May, but that's fine. Probably, probably. Uh, and, and with Donaldson on the left side, I'm watching IKF. He's swinging a good bat right now. I want to mm. say he has at least like a 15-game hitting streak right now. Um, oh, right. But isn't it like kind of like he's a, slapping it around? Yeah. Just like, like it's what singles. he does. But he's also 
been swinging big lately. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it happens this series, but we were saying on talking Yanks, good shot. The homer happens sometime soon. I don't think in city field, but you don't want to be the first team to give up the IKF homer. You really yeah. don't want to do that. Um, I was a little shocked that Marwin 12 didn't get a nod today. Marwin's got a couple bombs off Taiwan. Mm, different uh, so Marwin, that been, I guess. That could have been the answer to your JD question there, but they opt to yeah. go with JD. I'm cool with it, but I thought it was a little interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I guess they had the day off. You, like how you many times do they work him into a start or anything like that? He's had stretches of time where he plays four days a week, and he's had times where we've seen him once in a two-week stretch. or start, okay. He started once in a two-game stretch. Uh, right, he he finds sense. his way into a lot of games, but uh, so that I think is the what to watch for. Big pitching path to victory. Mm-hmm. Um, the Yankees end of things. Obviously, Monty's starting, and they had the off day yesterday, which I would assume the Mets did as well. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and say everyone's available. Uh, I would say on the Yankees end, at least. Yeah, the Yankees end for sure. Yeah, I'll let you finish. Then I'll. Uh, oh yeah, the Yankees. It's a it's a completely clean slate. Mm. The only reliever used on Sunday was Clark Schmidt, and uh, he threw fifty six pitches. I don't see him getting involved in this one. Uh, he's probably not available tomorrow either. So, but nobody else has pitched since saturday and even that was albert abreu i think was the only reliever used oh and shane green who's off the team now so literally oh, right. nobody already yeah one day okay literally everyone else hasn't pitched since friday so clay will get the ninth uh you hope monty gets through six mm. i think they want to i wouldn't be surprised to see them give luizaga a, a real inning at some point in here, so I'll, I'll say the path to victory is Monty to Laza to Wandy to Clay. Okay. So you have they Monty got, going six. Okay. They got the real guys going. Monty, get, get through six and get you out of there with a nice day. Ours is a little bit more complicated because we just lost a set to the Padres. We took the final game. But Cookie pitched the final game, and he's kind of only been going. He's, like, good for five, and then, you know, that six inning is kind of rare and few and far between. So anytime he goes, um, you really don't want him to close the series because you're probably going to use a lot of the bullpen that day. Uh, I I do have to make an amendment. Ron Marinaccio is back. I think they'll use him instead of Luizaga. He had been getting real opportunities before he got He was getting better, too, right, after his first emotion? He'd been looking good since he came back up, uh, and he was getting, like, He's getting like like hold opportunities. Nice. But back to you. Uh, so I think the big question mark is Edwin Diaz because the plan was to give him the off day on the final game because we were up eight to one, and then Joely Rodriguez came in and stunk it up in the ninth, gave up three runs, so we had to bring him in for the save. So Diaz went the final two games of the Padres set. So I don't know if he's available because they were off yesterday. So he technically got a rest day. I think if they don't have to use him, they definitely won't because I think they want to protect him. Uh, That being said, Smith went on Sunday. Seth Lugo did. 
You also added in David Peterson into the mix. He's no longer going to be starting because DeGrom is on the horizon. I think that's why. Or maybe they just skipped his turn to keep everyone on regular rest. So I'd say that you can definitely probably lock in Ty for six. Ty has gone at least six innings in all of his last seven starts. So he's been giving you that every time out. And then I think your path uh, involves Adam Adovino for sure. He Mm -hmm. hasn't pitched since Saturday. I think that they try and maybe work in Seth Lugo again. Maybe he gets the seventh. Uh, And if it's close, it'll be Edwin Diaz involved. If it's not close, it'll probably be Drew Smith. So I'll say six from Taiwan. They might even push for seven if he's going well. Uh, And then I think you go Smith, Lugo, Adovino. Or if it's a save situation, Lugo, Adovino, Diaz. I don't know if that if yeah. we're allowed to do different scenarios like that, no. but I think that I think we, in theory, the pitching path to victory is uh, centered around like a save situation game. Okay, um, so I'll go with my I second would, option then. Yeah, I think if I were you guys, I would use Diaz if you find yourself in a save spot. I, it will knock him out of tomorrow because they're not going to use him four out of five days. I assume. Right. But I also think tomorrow the Yankees are starting Domingo Herman and Max Scherzer's pitching for the Mets, and you, you, you hope that, that if you're the Mets, you hope that lands where it's supposed to. Yeah. And you and you don't regret Diaz being unavailable. So I think, yeah, they use Diaz. He's already been used 40 games this season, which is more mm-hmm. than anyone on the club. So I think they're really trying to ease up on him any area that they can. But yeah. if tonight's close, I think you got to go for it for sure. You go for it. It's the it, like it is Yankees Mets. It's it's a thing. Um, yeah. Trying to think. Clay Holmes that forty two games. That's the most by, by a little bit. That's high. Yeah, they were for a while. I was like really worried about him, and then they were. Everyone else is starting to get him a little them. more rest. Everyone else has been is that in like a good spot, but they've just really needed Clay Holmes. Yeah. Um, and then King going down kind of fucks everything up. Yeah, they'll pr- dude, they're definitely going to use Holmes they, tonight, I think. They're using Clay Holmes. And he hasn't pitched in a little, so they can yeah. use him both games here if they need to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And the Royals are coming up. I think they they should use the bullpen as best they can, these two yeah. games. And you hope you just take care of the Royals. As you should. I think that brings us to... Homer draft, it's the Homer draft. The Homer draft is brought to you by SeatGeek. You can go to these Subway Series games. They're they're in New York, obviously. So we're near them. You can use code pregame for $20 off your first order. They got green bubbles. Green means good. You can remember that because both start with a G. It's like a stoplight mm. system of sorts. Like, go ahead. I can't believe you just thought of that. That's you so can smart. Go. They also have like the score, which they should talk about more. Like they like within greens. There's better greens than others. They like mm. score them for you. I don't know why they don't plug that system more because it's really useful. Um, green means good. Red means bad. It means you're getting a bad deal. Really easy. Baseball games is what I mostly use it for, but other sports, concerts, Broadway shows. I used hey. it for one of those a few months ago. Cultured. I'm a cultured guy. I, dude, I like musicals more than people realize. Dude, I'm going to two in August if I can drop that real quick. Ooh, 
we will have to discuss that. Um, (laughs) I have no idea how we should be handling the Homer draft. It is a Yankees thing. It's the pregame show. I don't know if we should Mm. be only picking Yankees. I also don't know if tomorrow's pregame show is going to happen. We're doing something fun at the warehouse. I just found out I have to be at two. Oh, Um, I didn't know you were going. I didn't either until literally like two hours ago. Um, (laughs) So I think we might be able to do a Yankees portion and a Mets portion. We each do four guys. I'm interested. I'd be down. That That sounds fun. And maybe it lasts for the series. So we do it for both games. Yes. Okay, then I'm going to pull up tomorrow's probables. Let's do it. Yes. Well, we can start with the Yankees portion. Yes. Um, and I'll I'll give you the honors of picking first among the Yankees. Okay. All right. So the Mets still haven't announced Scherzer for tomorrow, but I think we can comfortably say Scherzer's pitching tomorrow. It's his turn in the cycle. It looks like it, right? Makes sense. I think that they, they pounce on that opportunity. Um, I think Rizzo might be due. I know that he's been kind of I don't know if he's been cold, but I know I haven't been seeing his name as much. He's um, uh he he gets into these like he's had good month, bad month things, and he's technically yeah. in a bad month. The thing about Rizzo is that like even when he's going bad, he like does productive stuff. Mm. And like timely hits and the hits are a lot of homers and doubles. It's like I kinda don't care when he's going bad. I think the safest picks. I mean, Judge is an obvious one, but I kind of like Anthony Rizzo and then obviously Matt Carpenter because I think well, you get you go one with selection per game. You get one selection, then I get two, then you get one. Ah, oh, I see. I There's see. There's some strategy to what you pick. So you're definitely going to take Carpenter if I don't. I'll go Rizzo. I feel, I'm feeling good about Rizzo. I feel right about it. I'm going to go first overall. I was a little stinker just now. I didn't disclose the number one rule of the pregame show because I'm I'm being sneaky. Number one rule of the pregame show this year in the Homer draft has been if Aaron Judge is available to you, take him, and I'm going nope. to. Not doing um, it. So I will take Aaron Judge. Too easy. And, yeah, I will take Matt Carpenter. That's a good two for you. And Having get, the first pick is honestly not that good more, here. You get one more selection. Uh, let's see. Should I go absolutely nuts? <clears throat> I think maybe. Maybe. Joey Gallo runs into one against Max Scherzer for like his solo home run. <laughs> I, I don't know. But <laughs> I think that like I don't really love it. I, w- I would have picked Stanton here for sure. Yeah. Um, I just, I think lefty power bat. Yeah, fuck it. He homered in last year's Subway Series. Maybe he'll do it again. And Yankees fans, if he does, you have me to thank. Wow. So there you go. We were, we were talking about how tomorrow's game has the potential to be the most like Avarex game ever. Because mm. uh, Domingo could for one day, go toe-to-toe with Scherzer for five innings, and Gallo <laughs> hits a homer. God. And, like, it's just... That would be and, and, like, we're mad now. It's like, what? <laughs> um, 
So that could be that could be the most Avarex game yet. Um, I, like it. I mean, I don't like it, but I suppose we'll go we'll go on to the Mets portion of this. Yeah. Um. Do you want first pick for this one? I, I think so. It makes sense. There's some right? courtesy. I gave you the first Yankee pick. Um, exactly. I. I'd be a fool to not take Pete Alonso. Right. Yeah. I think if you have the pick, you take him. I think, I think that's how it works. And and I, it sounds like he is due against Monty, and he and he can homer off anybody. But he had a really cold July up until the last game of the Padres series, where he knocked in four, hit a big mm-hmm. home run, double. So I that's think true. that he's like back back now, and when he goes, the offense goes. So I he, like that. Pick he's too. ready for it to be like a run. Yes. Thing is about to get hot. That's what I'm hoping for. And, and then, and then I got I got my picks ready and raring to go. I got Francisco Lindor I like going that. off tonight. I think he likes the big stage. I think he's got a reputation against the Yanks. He's got numbers against Monty, and he's also due because he hasn't homered in ten games. So I like everything there. He's my second pick, and then I'm gonna go nuts. And I'm going to say that Vogie gets the start tomorrow against Domingo, and he hits his first bomb at City Field in a Mets uniform, Ooh. and it's a tank, and it's going to be a fucking tank. <gasps> Vogie Lindor, those are my guys. That would make me happy. I'm into that, and I have a decision to make on this last pick. <laughs> See, like the fourth pick is kind of tough. I feel like. Yeah, but it's a little bit of like a no-lose situation. There's usually either a clear guy that's left you should go for or a uh, or just you're throwing one out there, kind of, yeah. who cares? Um, it's just prepping the next segment. Uh, I will I will take Eddie Escobar. Oh, interesting. Um, just... I really like him. Will be an easy guy for me to root for. Um, and it looks like he is among the team leaders in homers. Which is shocking. Quick, I mean, quick scroll. I've been for watching how, the team the whole season. For how good the Mets are. like It's Alonzo, and then everyone else is more or less in the same tier homer-wise, besides the guys who like just don't hit and homers. That's, that's why they got to trade for a slugger, man. That's really yeah. why. They, yeah, they they need somebody else who's like uh, every time they're up, you're thinking about the homer. Yeah, for sure. It's been kind of a, a drought power wise, yeah. which like hadn't fully occurred to me. Like I've like I've heard you guys saying it. Like, yeah, looking at the numbers now, like specifically the home run column, it's like oh, it's alarming. It's like Alonzo to a much lesser extent Lindor, and Lindor kind of has like a flair for the moment so you are always worried about it but yeah don't think about it too much besides them like i like 16 for lindor i think that puts him on pace for like 25 and i think that's like that's like good that's what i like from him that's a he fine gets 40, spot. but then everybody else is probably gonna be sub 20 if i guess Oof. yeah which is kind of tough usually you get at least yeah you get a, you usually get a good chunk into the 20s dead and yeah. ball now i guess yeah dead and ball i guess <sighs> and that bring. Uh, oh, I was thinking about the next thing. I almost glanced over the over under. Ooh, 
Do you have a guess for what the over under line could be at tonight? Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, pro- I probably don't have a good guess here. What do it's we got? Seven and a half. Oh. Seven, seven and a half. Mm. That's a low line. That's a low. I well, one. I wouldn't have guessed that. I think it would have been closer. Probably nine and a half. Mm. Uh, I'm feeling like a six to five final or something like that. I think this game's gonna be close for sure. Um, I would hammer the over on that though. I think I agree. It will be a close and good game. Mm. I think it'll be low scoring though. Taiwan Walker's spinning so? a real good ball. It's true. Mets bullpen's in a pretty good spot. Effect. That's where I think wise. you guys get fat in the seventh and eighth. If you can knock Taiwan out there, we can get him out early. Yeah. I don't think the Yankees home or off auto. I guess he's who I'm thinking about. He's been really good the past two months. And I think they will use him in a good lane. Yeah. Um, and Monty, I've kind of had a rule all year, which I should be deviating from because I think it's burned me the last couple of times I've tried. But uh, but if Monty pitches, it's the under. Yeah. I don't know if it's been if I've been right on that. If but there's any legitimacy to it. Like, it, I don't. I have no idea. No mm. idea. I can't uh, believe he only has three wins. <laughs> I forgot. So crazy. I knew it took a really long time to get the first one. And he's been... Like he's been so good, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's three and two. That's, that's crazy, hilarious, right? dude. With a three point two four, that's nuts. He's been crazy because like he had the long stretch where Yankees were not scoring for him. It's not like he's getting yanked before the fifth, right? He's no, pitching. he's been getting. I'll do a quick a quick glance at his game log and tell you. He's it's gotten, just literally no run support. Like his first start of the run. year, which none of the Yankees took seriously, and he's only not cleared the fifth one other time since then. That's so crazy. Every other start has been at least five innings, and he went 4.1 once. That's pitiful. That's, I mean, pitcher wins don't matter, but I still like the yeah. way they look, and I'm sure pitchers probably appreciate them. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but like they want them. Yeah, of course. And he – has been a Yankee for kind of a long time now and hasn't broken 10 wins. Still? Yeah, I remember that was like something in the PPP portion of the season we were oh, looking yeah. out for. Was that a... a hey, it's 22 never and 19 career. Wins. Yeah. Oh, it sucks for him. He's like, he's the kind of guy that you would think, because he's not like a lights out guy, but those guys can still like rack up wins. And you know who had, you know who was an 18 game winner a few years ago? <laughs> Domingo Herman. Domingo fucking Herman. Pretty weird. One of the weirdest things on baseball reference you can find. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, he's had a weird time of it. Yeah. A lot of the weirdness his fault. <laughs> um The last segment of the show is premonitions. Mm. Do you have anything anything you're seeing? Anything anything coming to you? it can be it can be a specific play, or, or it can be like a like something that the camera shows. I I have some things for sure. Okay. Um, I have mm. picks throwing out someone at home. Ooh, I'd like that. Because we have Joey Cora at third base, and he's been really aggressive all year. And I think these games are going to be close, and I think he's going to send somebody, and it's going to be close. Um, and this is a pull team, so I figure it's going to left field. So there you go. 
And then I have the Yankees and Mets stealing a lot of bases in this series. I feel like the Mets have been kind of quiet on the base paths recently, and I think they need to try new things to get the offense rejuiced. They had a good game in the last game against the Padres, but it was like really quiet offensively the five games before that. So I think Marte tries to go. Lindor tries to go. I think they try and run on track. I don't know. what How are Trevi's numbers throwing guys out this season? Ooh, that's a good question. Actually uh, very anecdotally, it feels like he's been fine. Yeah. Like, obviously, the strength of his catching is in his, uh, in his words, uh, yeah. his framing. But mm. he has where's caught stealing? Uh, he's caught thirty two percent of runners. That's pretty good. Yeah, seventeen for twenty five are runners on him. And the pat last year was much worse. They went forty for forty seven. So it looks like he's improving. Hey, not bad at nice. And then Nito has real. been good and bad like guys have really stolen third on him a lot like he can fall asleep mm. back there but at the same time it's kind of like what you said like he's been good with the pitching staff themselves uh like a lot of people like to throw to nito Ooh, i want to check his yeah. numbers really quick the runners are 31 for 39 so that's 21 percent. not good but last year they were nine for 21 against him so he was throwing people out at a 57 percent clip so he has that in him but i do think you know IKF maybe tries to swipe one. He's probably going to get on base because he's got a hitting streak. So I there you go. I think, wow, I think you've just inspired a couple Premos from me. Let's go. That's what I wanted. Coming in, I was sort of seeing, like Matt Carpenter still hasn't fully been tested in the corner outfield spots. Sure. Uh, and I was seeing something go down the right field line, and he has to try to like make a throw. That's what I was seeing ahead of this segment. Sure. But now that you think about it, I mean, you mentioned Mets third base coach. Yeah. The Yankees third base coach. Oh, yeah. Is Luis Rojas. Yes, it is. And he, I could see him getting a little greedy himself against his former team. He's been, by and large, I I don't recall, it hasn't been very many bad sends. Like in the past, like Phil Nevin has become like kind of hated by Yankee, like eventually you hate you always hate your third base coach. You the bad right. sends stick out to you. Mets Phil Nevin had a run of Joey that. right now. Joe Espada had a run of, of bad sends. That, yep. Like, by the end of their times, they were disliked, and, and I'm sure that'll happen to Rojas whenever it happens. He's had a couple recently where he's been getting like a little more aggressive on sends to home. Like there's probably been like three in the last month, month and a half that I can re- like remember off the top of my head. Hmm. I think there's going to be some kind of send that uh, that was risky, but he got he's getting a little greedy in his revenge game. I like that. And the flip yeah, I mean, side of that, uh, you, met, you you mentioned Nito having trouble with guys stealing third. Rizzo fucking loves stealing third. Really? R- Rizzo goes for it. I think both his caught stealing. His six stolen bases. What the fuck? Rizzo loves to outsmart you. Hmm. And if he's he if he hears if he and and Rojas team up, knowing Nito can can get God on that. Mm. If Rizzo is on second, he will try to steal third at some point this series. Rojas will have a lot of intel on this team for sure. It's a lot of turnover, a lot of the same guys. Um, Mets players did love Louis Rojas when he was manager. 
Um, so I do think that like stuff like that, like sneaky creative stuff, like where you really have to know the roster and like know the character. I think that he might be really helpful in that regard, but I think it's going to be, I, th- I, li- I like those premonitions. I like them. You inspired them. Yeah, there you go. That's what I like to hear, baby. Check out Shea Station. Thanks. Is that, is that our show? Now we stand up. Oh, now we stand up. I'm standing. Hey, check it out. Check out my shirt.